What up? This is Breaking Free Speech, the official podcast of Breaking Free Skate Park, located in Rochester, New York. Today we're going to talk about seasonal sessions. Let's get it! What up? Narange here. Breaking Free Speech. We're going to talk about seasonal sessions today. There's not a whole lot to talk about, but I don't think people really, really understand it that much. So it could take, you know, just elaborate on it, clear it up a little bit. If you didn't know, we do sessions seasonally, right? Uh, there are different demographics that come to skate, and they come to skate or scoot or ride for various different reasons with various different constraints. Go figure the economics of who rides at the skate park. The reason sessions are seasonal is because... Uh, there is a demographic that does not need me all of the time. The problem is I need you. Why can't you see that? <laughs> it's fine. Um, so, the one demographic, uh, the normal, the... Uh, it sounds harsh uh, to say, like, it's like daycare, babysitter type thing. But that is part of what I offer. A lot of my regulars, they're here every day. Almost every day. And to their parents, I know. It's just like, I watch their kids, and they trust me. It's a safe environment. They know everything's going to be okay. And they know if something's going to happen, I'm going to call them. It's basically a really, really good deal on the babysitter. And if you're one of those kids who you're like that, you could be thinking, oh, man, I don't need a babysitter. I'm all grown up, and I'm tough. And it's like, no, you're not. And try to tell me a better place you could be every day than the skate park. You can't, because it's the best place to be, Period. That, that demographic of people, they're not going to, you know, just let your kid go out and ride street all day unattended because they're not supervised, right? Furthering down that path, there are riders whose parents don't even leave them there unattended. And if they do, it's with a group of kids. Um, and there's not a chance that their kids are going to be un unattended pretty much anywhere. And down the road when the outdoor park opens, those people are not going to just drop their kid off at an outdoor park and leave. Not happening. Once you get to the older ages, you know, maybe 13, 14, 15 area, 16 maybe, maybe their parents will drop them off. Probably not. Maybe they'll bring them down and they'll hang out for an hour or two, read a book in the sun while their kids ride. And then as they get older, 7, 16, 17, 18, so on. They're free to do whatever they want, whenever they want. And uh, if there's another option, they're not going to pay their money to me to ride. $10 to a 16-year-old, 17-year-old, 18-year-old, $10 is a good amount of money. $20 is even more money. That's actually twice as much money, right? Basic math. It's hard, I know. So if it's nice out and you can go scooter or skateboard outside, you're obviously going to do that. Maybe sometimes, oh, you really like the bowl? Okay, I got a bowl. Maybe it's wet? Okay. But the most of the time, if you can go outside and you can skate for an hour, no matter what the obstacle is, a lot of people, because of the, the economic constraint on their lives, are going to choose that over spending $12 or $15 in the session to skate park. I know that's how it is. Those people most commonly come in certain sessions 
So it wouldn't be much of a huge leap of logic to assume that the Friday night 9 to 11 and the Saturday night 8 to 10 sessions would be dropped off the calendar because those people aren't coming anyway. Those aren't particularly, they're not very busy sessions and they're all older guys and they're made for those older guys and as soon as they can go outside, they're not going to come here. So the part of the thing about being an older guy is you have access to a vehicle. Then you can drive somewhere else. So you have a whole lot more of the world opened up to you to where the, the younger teenagers do not have that sort of access. Do you have financial constraints? There you go. That dictates where you ride, when you ride, and how you ride. So starting May 1st, I drop the late night Friday session, the late night Saturday session, the Sunday morning old guy session, and the Sunday afternoon 4 to 8, right? So Saturday goes from being 10 to 10 to being 10 to 8. Sunday goes from being 10 to 8 to being 12 to 4. Friday, just 4 to 9. So Friday ends up like all the other weekdays. Every year I put out the flyer, says, says um, we are now under summer hours. The following sessions are dropped from the schedule. And everyone misinterprets it and they're like, so you're not open anymore? You're all, you're like, it's just, <sighs> most people doesn't affect it. Doesn't affect you at all because you normally come in, no, in normal hours. And if you're saying, well, why don't you stay open? What if one or two people come? We can break down those economics real quick. Like minimum wage is $11.10. So if there's someone there for two hours, it's $22.20. So I would, and the, those those sessions that are all we're all dropping are ten dollars. So I need two people to pay for the employee to be there, just the hours, not the taxes on top of it, not the hours uh, to pay for the workman's comp disability insurance and uh, the workman's comp and the disability insurances. Those are two separate insurances. Then there's the you know the lights are on for two more hours. You know, so if I'm not getting at least five people it's not worth my time and quite often in the nice summer months i would i'd get no one so i don't do it it's pretty obvious same you know why would i be there if you're not coming there like it doesn't even make any sense uh yeah it's only during the busy season i have those hours I love going seasonal, and I hate going seasonal. I love seasonal because it gives me a lot more free time in my own life, which is great, but I don't like it because it means it's slow, and it's a lot harder to pay the bills. But I run my business seasonally, so when it, business is good throughout these winter months, I'm saving up and saving up for summer, so when I get into my summer, if I don't have enough traffic to pay the bills, which I often don't, I have a security net of money, so then I can pay the bills if the sales aren't there. The summer camps also really, really help with getting through the summer. And the general model that I use is save up for summer, try not to use the summer savings, and then if there's money left over, I reinvest it into ramps. So based on what reinvestment I have, into the skate park in the fall or the winter, you can gauge on how the previous year went. So some people will give you this thing like, oh man, if, don't forget about your indoor park in the summer because if you're not, you know, they're not going to be there in the winter if you can't support them in the summer. That formula, it's a great formula to have and you should keep that in mind. 
that formula is a little bit skewed for me because I'm telling you I plan seasonally. So you could apply the same theory, just it's year-round, you know. The, because I save when the sales are good to compensate when the sales are down, every session you have helps pay for the slow months. So if you're ever on the fence about going, you know, just keep in mind that you are keeping the park open in the summertime. That is the first and foremost uh, priority, right? Whenever you support a small business, you're making sure that business stays open. You're making sure that business stays in your local economy. You're making sure the employees that presumably live in, in that neighborhood or that surrounding area are being are, are uh, being supported. Like it's all a community-based thing. When you buy stuff on Amazon, you're kind of contributing to a whole lot of other things. And you could break down those economics a lot of different ways. Maybe Amazon's a bad example because Amazon does do a lot uh, for progress with um, like their drone program and all these things. They get like huge tax incentives for trying to uh, develop new technologies that can then trickle down into other industries. So eh, Walmart and Target probably don't do those sorts of things. So maybe they're a, a, a maybe they're a better example of places you shouldn't spend your money in contrast to local businesses. But then again, what's like a local business that can compete with what Target offers? Yeah, it's tough. So maybe instead of Target, you should just buy everything from me. <laughs> I don't have anything that Target offers, so I can't back up that statement. Yeah, that's it. Seasonal sessions at Breaking Free Skate Park. They're coming. It's, uh, the, I think, are we? Wow, it's actually mid-March. So we're mid-March. A month from now, it's going to be nice out. The traffic at the park is going to drop. And I will be closing early a lot of times because there's just going to be nobody there on those late sessions. By May 1st, they're gone entirely. All right? Don't go showing up on Saturday night, 8 to 10, and be like, what? Or coming in and being like, Dude, I thought you were open till 10. Like, no. It's only in the season. On the, uh, it says it's seasonal on all the information on the website, on the sign on the door, on the sign in the shop with the sessions. They all say seasonal next to what's seasonal. All of them. All year round. It always says that. And one last thing here. We are closed Memorial Day weekend, okay? So, I go away every Memorial Day. I only get, you basically get two times a year I can get out and get away. So, Memorial Day, we're closing Thursday the 24th. It's Thursday the 23rd or 4th, and we're closed to the following Thursday. So, for one week, we're closed. Memorial Day weekend plus a couple days. Skate park's closed. Boom. Done. All right. Mark it in your calendar. Take out your phone. Open your calendar. Skate park closed these days. All right, use your calendar, keep track of what you're doing. Last year, um, no one really said, no, I never got any DM or message or comment being like, hey, I showed up in your clothes, not a single person. So either the people that did show up were not upset or no one really showed up. I don't know. Last year, I had to close in April too because I had a family emergency. And no one complained about that either, but that was obvious. Obviously, you know, I have a family emergency. What are they going to complain about? Like, dude, screw your family emergency. I'm trying to shred. Okay. Okay. All right. My bad, dude. 
that's it. That's it. Uh, seasonal sessions. I'll put the session info in the comments, or not in the comments, in the, um, what do you call it? The description. There you go. Seasonal session info in the description. Make a mental note of it for me so you don't think I'm a jerk for closing early. Right? Right? Okay. Thanks for listening today, guys. Catch you next time. This is Breaking Free Speech. Speech. Davis Podcast. Breaking Free Skate Park. This is where we walk the walk. This is where we talk the talk. It's where we shred the gnar. See you at the skate park later, right? Eh?